What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Kenda. Good day to you and everyone else, Dino. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Weezy. I missed (laughs) you. Hello. I know it's been a minute. First of all, we uh, need to apologize to our listeners. Last week, you got a rerun, although we shouldn't have to apologize too badly because, one, that was a very good episode. It was a good one. That was a really good episode. Shang brought it. He brought it. Shang. Come back, Shang. That was was a really (laughs) great episode and uh, got a lot of good feedback from it because, you know, there's a lot of people who listen to us now who were not listening to us back then because basically we were just listening to ourselves. Right. That's true. That's true. Love the sound of our voice. <laughs> and that is why we do this show. <laughs> echo, oh, wait, wait. echo, echo. Someone else is supposed to be listening? <laughs> right? Um, so uh, what happened was we were all ready to do the show, but, you know, there was an act of God or Mother Nature or whoever you want to blame it on, anybody but us, and <laughs> our power got knocked out. So we couldn't do a show, and we had to... Had to uh, bless you guys with a, a really great rerun. So there, that was that. But uh, we were not all slacking off or anything. Well, at least at least Weasel and, uh, you know, Dino Rare wasn't. And, <laughs> and Charlie Bell wasn't this time. Wait a minute. But, 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 but I'm not going to say no names. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say no names, but Kenda was like, just I ain't, I ain't coming in, Dino. Cause. You know what? Mother Nature didn't put me on show. You did, right? What? Exactly. Oh. All right, Dino. I'll remember that next time. Hey, nobody I, had to know. I, I, nobody. I, I owed you that for that. <laughs> he was playing crickets. He was playing crickets for all that dry snitching he was doing on me that time. Yeah. A few episodes ago, Charlie Bear. He was playing crickets. For Wait you. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you got a so you got a sick shamer now. You're sick shaming people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. 
hey, turnabout is fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to the audience, our, all, the, all you guys out there in podcast land. Welcome to those of you who are who are uh, streaming uh, via Perspicuous. Yeah, I said it right, Perspicuous. You said it right. Uh, yeah, and I'd like a pause because I was expected to say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perspicuous Media, streaming uh, our show Monday through Friday, noon and 8 p.m. Pacific time, and 3 and 11 p.m. Eastern time. So, um, shout out to them. And uh, so, let's get into it. Kenda, what's been up with you? What's up with you? No, 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 no. What's up with you? You go first. You know what? Um, first of all, this weather has been off the chain. I have to say that. that in was, a good way or a bad I, way? In a, I mean, in a good way because we need the rain here mm-hmm. in California. Right. But in a bad way, I've never seen anything like it. I'm so used to storms on the East Coast. So to have like that kind of wind here, that kind of lightning, you know, it was um, we've had. We've had several days over the last um, week, week and a half of a good rainfall. So mm-hmm. yesterday to me um, was the best day to kind of get out and just finally do something and really enjoy the weather. And so I headed down to Los, um, Long Beach, not Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Long. And we went to this uh, Trinidadian restaurant called oh, nice. Callaloo Kitchen. Nice. And got our grub on. Had roti and mm. doubles, and it was, was delicious. It, it was re- it was really good. Now I'll have to say that I actually enjoyed the appetizers more than some of the entrees there. And this mm. is weird about LA. It's such an international city, but I honestly have to say, living in other parts of the country, that I find the ethnic food better in other places. The Ethiopian food, the African food, the Indian food, and now even uh, the Trinidadian food. It was good. It was the best I hear that's here. But I definitely, you know. Could have used some a little more spices in that entree, but the appetizers were awful. Okay, I have a I have a quick test for you. What? Oh no! To see if if you are true, are you if you're if you have acclimated to being a Californian, a Southern oh, no. Californian, or, or not? I'm in trouble. Did, did you complain about the weather at all? No, no, I didn't. Actually, I was like, this is good. We actually need the rain. So, no, I am not official. Cal- uh, wait, 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 wait. What does that mean? That means am that, I supposed to? That means that. Well. Most Californians, they they unless unless there's a the, unless the weather comes in a in a window of uh, seventy five to eighty <laughs> degrees, right. anything below seventy five and above eighty, then or if there's rain, right, then they complain. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be perfect yeah. weather, especially here. the ones who right. are are transplants. You right. guys they're, are they're worse. They're worse than the ones who uh, are yeah. natives. Well, well, you know that's why we live what? here. <laughs> well, you know you can tell someone's from L.A. Weather elitists. <laughs> well, you, can, you can tell someone's from L.A. when like when it rains. Right. And, like, the first thing out of the, out of their mouths is. Is that rain? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or they sing the Tony, Tony, Tony song. Right. right. I was going to say, like, Tony, 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 lie it again. Like, every every post on social media is like, it, it never, never rains, rains in Southern California. California. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking all this shit, and I did yeah, the same you, thing. I know. That was, you were the main one. You were the first yeah. one. Hell, I was yes. singing in the rain. That was just an excuse, though. To, to, I hadn't posted a selfie in a while, so that yeah. was just an excuse yeah, to post a selfie. It. it was pretty photogenic. I got to give it to you. I love it. Uh, pretty yeah. flattering. <laughs> I don't know what filter you had, but it was good luck. No filter. The, the rain filter. Mm. No filter. <laughs> all natural. That was all Dino Red. One hundred percent, baby. Uh, red bone. Yes. Check it. Red bone light. Check it. <laughs> Better recognize. Yes. But so, Charlie Bell, what's been up with you? Well, speaking of rain, mm-hmm. 
Why is it that when it rains, it pours? (laughs) Okay, Morton Salt. (laughs) (laughs) Ripping off Morton Salt labels now. I'm just saying, like, literally, (laughs) uh, like, about maybe a month and a half, two months ago, I couldn't buy a date. I couldn't pay someone to go on a date with me. And now... I have more dates than evenings wow. of the week. Are you turning some down? Humble brag. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. It's not humble. <laughs> yes. It's just, a, it's just a brag brag. Letting you know what's, my schedule has been impacted. It's been, mm. yeah. I'm, That's a tough problem to have. Charlie wow. Bell. Speaking of Charlie Bell's dates and whatnot, um, before I forget, I want to give a big shout out to our, I, I, I'm calling the official Shiznit Show photographer, uh, Mr. Prentice. Sinclair. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Why did I say Sinclair? No, no it's Prentice Sinclair Smith. Yes. Oh, why you you married? Why you why you hyphenated? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Your wife made you take her name? Because <laughs> I know you take I know you're a modern man and all that. <laughs> but those great pictures. Um minus the you know the background and all that. There's nothing he can do about that, but you know, the rest of us look great. Those pictures that you guys saw on the website were uh attributed to to Mr. Prentice, and uh, he he's, he's, he also used to date Charlie Bell. What? Why are you so, put what? What? Yeah. what? Yeah. Wait, I, I mean, why are you bringing up bullshit? That was because like, it's juicy. Like, no, it's not juicy. Yes, it is. Anything that happened business on blast, all of it. Anything that happened well, before we, we had all a didn't know that. Anything that happened now, be- you do. I do. <laughs> Indeed, you should be thanking me instead of shaming me. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> Terrible. All that tea. Terrible. I didn't give any details. It's, I just said they used weak, to date. Old tea. <laughs> Whatever. It ain't all sweet. <laughs> this is the first man that's ever been in the studio that used to go out with Charlie Bell. So that's something. That's some news. That's, that's just a testament mm-hmm. to her character that she can still have a really good relationship. With I actually that have in in my archives. I actually Thank have you. a phone conversation on the air with uh, Prentice when he was calling one day. Oh yeah, that early was, on that was, he was calling. Was yeah, he was calling oh, he the studio. Was you. <laughs> <laughs> calling the studio in the middle Shack of my show. Yeah. He was like long time listener, good. first time caller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna publish that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, I'm sorry, but. Any dates that happened before we had a black president don't count. No, no shade for oh, it. See how, see how women are? Women, like, boy, they always find some kind of reason why people don't count. Like, no, dates, they don't count. Counts. Men don't count. Prentice counts. He's yes. a Oh, okay. Oh, he was after, he was post-Obama? No, no, He no. was pre-Obama? Way pre. Oh, that's what I thought. But no. you just said... Oh, yeah. except for him, he's except, the exception. No, I said I didn't. I said he counts. I said the dates don't count. The uh-huh. He counts. Oh, okay. He, he, <laughs> I got just it. the dates with him don't count. Right. Uh, okay. More Charlie Bell bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so, Weezy, what's been up with you, my brother? Put, well, put it, my whole situation. <laughs> that was, no, I didn't put, put your you whole situation. Shout? Not even close to your whole situation. Because mm-hmm. you know I know me some shit about Charlie Bell. Oh, speak of him. I could have put you on blast Ooh, if I wanted to. Sure. <laughs> so don't even front. Dear listening audience, don't even <laughs> it's, it's not as much. It's Don't not as juicy as he's making it out to be. <laughs> By no means. Don't you wish you had as an as, as a I know. A I, know. A I know. Don't. I'm like, Don't. Don't shit, I want to hear it now. Like, <laughs> want, that was so juicy. You want the life that lives in Dino's imagination. Right, exactly. I'm going to start a whole new podcast called, called The Tales of Charlie Bell. Called Rumors. Tales of Charlie Bell. So, Weezy, what's, what's been up, man? Well, uh, similar to Charlie Bell, except, you know, not with 
with humans, but no, 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 no. Okay, well, you know the the, the farm animals. It, it, oh, oh. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, I didn't even get that. Uh, <laughs> it didn't sound good. No, no, I, I've been uh, uh, I, I've been going on auditions, yes. uh, which uh, is you know is not, that news? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Because uh, you know. I just, I, you know, for the past few years, I just haven't been going out that much. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like the past the past two weeks, I, I, you know, I've been having to take off from work. And, and oh, so that's what on. you mean, rains and pours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. it's like you know, and it's it's, it's not. You can tell you how long it's been because it's like it's it's for stuff like one or two lines, mm-hmm. which you know in the past like one or two lines, I ain't going out for that. Right, right. <laughs> I'm I'm beyond that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, my son. <laughs> I was straight on girlfriends. I, I, I love that one or two lines. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, actually, I, I was I, Mr. Williams on Becker. <laughs> Bitch, you better recognize. I, I had three lines on Becker. <laughs> I, I, I did a whole episode on uh, on uh, on uh, what, what do you call Shit, that? Jim Carrey was my co-star. <laughs> <laughs> I put him on the map. Right? Um, but anyway, I, I booked a I booked a show. Yeah, um, it's called Ooh. Casual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I played. Uh, right. I was uh, I was a security guard and. Uh, that could be a it, star it, again. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you never stop being a star. Yeah. To oh. oh, what kind of show is it? Uh, I I think it's the kind that pays. I don't need no stinking script. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the kind where the check clears. <laughs> where do you want me to sit? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it it looks like a looks like a like an office type of you know uh, romance type you know office shenanigans type thing with mm. uh, you know good looking charming co star mm. I mean I mean star who you know does stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's He's a like, cutting edge show. Yeah. <laughs> they actually yeah. do shit on yeah. this show, yeah. Yeah. unlike Seinfeld where it was about nothing. nothing. No, this, this is, is about, about something. something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you know, it, you know, it was one day. The thing, about, the thing about when you go on a show and it's, it's like it's like one day, and uh, you know, you you get in, you do your thing, and you leave. Like within two or three hours, people are like, "Wow, you're lucky. <laughs> you get right. to go home." Oh. And I'm like. No, I don't have a job. <laughs> You're the lucky one. <laughs> right. I get to go to the unemployment office. <laughs> you guys get to go home. But uh yeah, so so uh yeah, so I booked a job and uh I'm 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 happy. I'm excited for yeah. for for a moment. So Yeah. All right. I bet. Well, let us know where to look for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where to look for me. <laughs> well, I mean it's just I'm sure the first of many. You got your mm-hmm. thespian mojo it's back coming now. Yeah, yeah. It's back on. Rains of pours. Yeah. When's the when's the last time you done some stand up? Because uh, that was no, funny no. listening to that that rerun of uh-huh. with, with Shane. Uh-huh. You had just done your first set. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I uh, I uh, November was like the last mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, November. I had that's when my my coughing episodes uh, started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I haven't haven't done anything since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I'm starting to write new material. Yeah. About to. About yeah. Start at it again. Yeah, you should start just doing the mic. That coffin, you should write write that shit into your jokes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got TB. <laughs> Dude, it was syphilis. Oh, 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 That's even funnier. Exactly. The, that, the cough that keeps on giving. So much material. There, there's just, I mean, you don't get much funnier than syphilis. Yeah. I mean, well, come on. Yeah, I mean, I used to do the whole thing about pneumonia. Just ask Al Capone. Sure. 
<laughs> died laughing. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, what's been up with me? You say? Well, I'm glad you guys asked. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, just, you know, daddy stuff, man. Daddy stuff. You always um, got daddy stuff going on. I do, I do. But plus, everybody loves Don Don, so. Of course. Of course. But when yeah, I have a, that's the new show. When I, have a good, <laughs> when I have a good Don Don story, I have to go with that, especially if nothing else significant happened in my life. Uh, but, uh, um, so, this, this, is, this is pretty deep. This is on a very special uh, <laughs> Shiznit show, <laughs> Dino talks about Don Don and suicide. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. So just a reminder for you guys out there, my, my baby, she's seven years old. And so we were watching television. like She's a very precocious. Like woman. we're generally doing around the Red House in the evening. Um, and Danya was either doing her homework or just finished her homework or playing on the computer or something like something along those lines. <clears throat> but anyway, she wasn't in the room. She comes in the room. Uh, I, I think someone on, someone on the show that we were watching committed suicide. Oh, and, um, uh, my wife was saying something about she wasn't buying it or this or that or whatever. And Danya kind of mumbled under her breath. When I clean my room, that's, I feel like, I just feel like, Commit suicide. I just want to just get a knife and just go, ugh. What? Right? Oh, oh, and so, oh, seven year old problems. Oh, right? Right? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can relate. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that the, the, the room came to a screeching halt. I, I <laughs> it, was was so. it that record sound? That, that, yeah. That yeah. 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 So, um, my wife was like, wait, what? What? What did you say? And she was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I don't really want to say it again. And she's like, no, you're going to say it again. So, you know, and so she said it again. And so she was like, I don't know, my wife, I think, was kind of speechless. Uh, she was like, honey, do you have something to say about that? Do you have? So I'm thinking, like, okay, first of all, I'm like 99.999% sure she's, you know, using hyperbole. Mm-hmm. You think? Right? <laughs> but there is that one point, you know, percent yeah. of a chance that mm-hmm. she's not. Right. And like, okay, this is, she's now opening this up for a teachable moment. And we yeah. now have to, we now we now have to have this discussion about suicide. So mm-hmm. I have to let her know that if she has these thoughts that, you know, they're okay and... That, that she shouldn't be ashamed or that she can't, you know, mm-hmm. don't feel like she can't come talk to mommy and daddy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I told her, well, okay, first first of all, baby, you're not in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, so um, you didn't say anything wrong, but you said something very serious. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're having this discussion and everything stopped because that surprised mommy and daddy. And what mm-hmm. you said is very serious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I said, do you understand what happens if you die do you know what that means mm-hmm. she's like uh i go to heaven <laughs> i said well <laughs> hmm. that's that's up for debate <laughs> <laughs> i said um i said you know some people are not even sure if there is a heaven first of all um some people believe that even if there is a heaven you can't go if you kill yourself mm-hmm. so you know, that's what uh, uh, Christianity teaches. So there's that. And even besides that, do you understand that when you die, like there's no coming back? There's just it's forever. 
you know, I like remember daddy's mommy that, you know, she was here and now she's not here and mm -hmm. I never see her anymore and she's gone and we mm -hmm. buried her. I was like, that's what would happen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you would, you would be gone. And not only that, you know, mommy and daddy would never be the same, mm -hmm. you know, and granny and all the other people that love you, we would be devastated, mm -hmm. you know. And by this time, I had called her over and she was sitting on my lap. Mm -hmm. And so she's starting to cry. Aww. And I'm like, don't don't cry, baby. I don't want you to cry. But I just want you to realize how much you mean to mommy and daddy. And if you were gone, we we don't know what we would do. Mm -hmm. You know, our life would be it would it would it would be over as mm -hmm. we know it. And <clears throat> we would never want you to hurt yourself. But anytime, if you ever feel like you really want to hurt yourself or you need to hurt yourself, you come and talk to mommy and daddy, okay? Because it's okay, you know, if you feel that way. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you understand? She's like, yes, I understand. And she's Aww. crying and I'm crying and Aww. my wife's crying and everybody's <laughs> crying. Like, like, we love you so much, baby. We Aww. never want you to, you know. And so I said, so now that you really understand do you feel really feel that way when you're cleaning up your room or were you exaggerating for a dramatic effect? Mm -hmm. And she was like, um, I think exaggerating for a dramatic effect, but what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So I explained that to her and yeah. I was like, well, it means you're, you're putting Put extras, extras on, on it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you don't mean that exactly. And you're, you know, you're being, uh, you know, you're overstating your case for effect, you know, because you really don't like cleaning your room. Mm -hmm. But it's not really like you're up there thinking, about, so which one is it? She's like, yes, yeah, the, the, the exaggerating. I don't really. I was like, okay, well, that's something that you shouldn't e exaggerate about. Okay, yeah. Find another way to express yourself about how much you hate cleaning your room, but don't <laughs> say that, okay? <laughs> Leave that for the adults. <laughs> 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 Leave that for the Adele concert goers. <laughs> <laughs> Adele right. tickets now come with two tablets of Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> and then the theme song from MASH started playing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was on a very special episode of the Red Family. <laughs> Like, boy, this girl will be bringing in some heavy topics, boy. Mm -hmm. oh. Like, they're just, we've had homelessness and uh, drug drugs and alcoholism and uh, homosexuality. Like, she only seven. Right? Oh, <laughs> like, damn. The whole gamut. Yes. <laughs> oh, you, guys are, you guys are regular sitcoms. What happens when you exactly. Have a child. You know, I ain't going to be able to lie about sex much longer. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when she started listening to the podcast. Oh, no, she can't listen to this show until she's like 35. Right? You're like, till I'm dead. Daddy, what does Charlie Bell's dates mean? Uh, <laughs> Why do you always play that song, Choke Me, Spank Me, whenever Charlie Bell talks about her date? Because he's projecting his fantasies onto... Da right. Daddy, what's birthday sex? <laughs> scandalous. Oh. All right, well, we have a very, very special guest for you guys today. Very excited about this guest. More excited than I've been in a very, very long time. Um, 
His name is the one and only Reginald C. Hayes. And um, Reggie, Reggie, you, you, Reggie. you might know him better as William, William uh, Dent, I think it was, from The Girlfriend Show. And uh, so um, we're going to go ahead and, and, and Reginald, we generally have a, um, a special song that we play for all of our guests, which goes something like this. But for you, I think we're going to do a little something like this. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> right on. And I have the cheesy smile up here. <laughs> Give it up for Reggie. Let me say this right now before we get into this. I'm pretty sure sometime before this show is over, I will accidentally slip and call you William. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. I apologize right now in advance. That's, uh, it's <laughs> like being Fonzie. <laughs> 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 hey. Hey. Yes. All right. Especially since my wife has been calling you William for like two weeks now. <laughs> So I'm like, honey, that's not his name. I can't remember his name. <laughs> can, that's can, what we're working on today. <laughs> can, can I, uh, Freudian slip, and call you uh, Bill? <laughs> so, wow. Um, thank you so much, first of all, for, for uh, gracing us with your presence, sir. We really appreciate it. Um, I've been uh, Facebook friends with with uh, Reggie for a little while now, and he's a really cool dude, really really cool, down to earth guy, and uh, uh, just he's just a regular guy from around the way. Like he, that's what he tells me. I told him like uh, I said uh, something about celebrities, and he's like, "I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a guy who lives around the corner." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, right." I was like, "Dude, a lot of celebrities live around the corner. A Bassett and her husband live around the corner. If I was a celebrity, I would have been boycotting the Oscars." <laughs> But they didn't invite me. So I and I wasn't even invited to Rihanna's panties either. That's really where I wanted to go. Oh my. Like Visa, everywhere you want to be. Rihanna's panties. Should have been the ambassador like Stacey then. Sarah would have been invited. So, Reggie, um, let's start with, I, I know a little bit uh, about you. I've been, uh, you know, researching you or whatever. Uh, I know you come from Chicago, Illinois. First, what's the C stand for? What, Cornelius? Um, Constantine? It's Carol. <gasps> wow. Wow. Carol. Wow. As in O'Connor? <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. I, I knew it was going to be something unusual. I knew it wasn't like, you know. <clears throat> it's kind of feminine. They used to keep me in control yeah. in school. I'm like, I'm going to tell everybody what your middle name is. <laughs> oh, they blackmailed him with the- Yeah, I had a. <laughs> I had a mouth problem when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you got over that. <laughs> That's your most funny people. <laughs> but, I mean, I like that. Billy Carroll. That, sounds like, that almost sounds like a good Chicago blues it's man. Like Billy, like Billy Carroll. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a, yeah, Or like a, uh, like a baseball player. Or something yeah. like that. Reginald Carroll Hayes Jr. <laughs> yeah. Get out on here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll call you out the bullpen. R.C. Hayes. Yeah, man. So tell us... Um, Tell us about your your humble beginnings in Chicago and how you were the son of a sharecropper. And 
I was born a poor black child. He was born by the river in a little tent. We didn't even have fire back then. I'm not that old. Thank you. Yeah, I know. We're all about the same. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you and I are exactly the same age. So. In that case, I didn't have fire back then. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Weezy is the senior statesman, the elder statesman around here. Uh, emphasis on elder. No. Ed, that's what they call me. But, oh. <laughs> that slipped out like hardwood. Well, there we go with the wood. That's what she said. Oh. Poor Reginald. Oh. We're sorry. They, we can behave. Call so. me Reggie. Hey, hey Reggie. Hey, don't Reggie. Hey, Reggie. Hey. How you doing? You can front like you don't like my sexual innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> you know you like when you up when it's up in you though. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. And plus my buddy John, shout out to John Pennyman. He said he likes Dino's uh he said he likes my sexual in in though all the t- all the time. So shout out to John. <laughs> <laughs> but Reggie, yeah. back back to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> what what uh so tell us what about your growing up or whatever pointed you into the direction of of acting and you know, what did you what did you really originally want to be? I always wanted to be a sitcom actor. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Goal accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, you know, I watched a lot of TV and I was little, you know, mm-hmm. you know happy days in Laverne Shirley. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, good times in the mm-hmm. Jeffersons. And they just made me so happy, you know. Aww, yeah. They yeah. did. And you hear the songs come up and then everybody, you know. <laughs> It's funny that you did a Fonzie reference as soon as the show started. I did. I was just telling Weezy uh, last week that I did a Fonzie reference to uh, actually the, my same friend uh, John Pennyman, who's a millennial, and uh, I said something about Fonzie. He said Fonzie? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Oh man! Oh. Did, didn't you say something about jump the shark? He says about jump the shark. And then... Did you tell him to sit on it? <laughs> really. No, yeah, he's always on my... Wheezy is always on my mind, too. I didn't want to say anything. It's like, Wheezy! Right, right. Yes. That is a George Jefferson uh, moving on up. The the Jefferson's reference. His wife was named uh, Louise and called her Wheezy. But I think that's one of the reasons why... Well, I, I think I speak for a lot of black people, and especially black women, how much... I thought you spoke for all of them. Well, no, not all of them. A lot, oh, okay. a lot of them. I, okay. I'm, I'm a spokesperson for a lot of us. And very eloquently so. Thank you very much. But that we had such affection for the show Girlfriends because mm-hmm. it was kind of like a throwback to those you know feel-good shows that we grew up on. But at the same time, it was modern. It was, you know, the, there were women that we could relate to. Mm-hmm. And like your character in particular was... It was it was kind of revolutionary because you were like a black dude that was down for these sisters, yeah. and that was awesome. I, I appreciated you. it like, well, a lot. William was my hero because he he got to sleep with uh, with Tracy Ellis Ross. Well, not not what's her character Joan Joan yeah. and what's Persia White's Lynn Lynn and Joan. Wow, Joan today. Yes, she did. <laughs> you guys had a relationship. How did you guys not well, sleep we together? Did, but we we were gonna do it, and then it was all right. Now here it come, and then it just never. I don't think we ever did. did really? We? I don't know. It was I, so in my mind, you did. I know no. she was squatting. No, at your, like, she was squatting at your crib for a minute. Well, shame right? on you for <laughs> not. <laughs> shame on you for not hitting that. <laughs> but, you, but you still get props for hit, for getting with Lynn, though. But he had a gang of girls. And Lynn was the best. Show. Lynn, Lynn, yeah. and the one he married. They, those they were really hot. But Lynn yeah. was my because Lynn was freaky. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was free spirit. She was freaky. Exactly. It was, and it was just like just fun, casual, no strings attached sex. So that was great. I love that. So I like it. Yeah. yeah. She's married now. She was like oh. in Britain or something. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I could see her in Britain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. I could see, yeah, I could see her in Britain. Hopefully, she'll be coming back. Hope do this movie. Yes, the yeah, girlfriend so movie. What's is up? that going down? Is it, is it a real thing? I think so. They keep pushing it. I I hear 2017. That's next year. And I was right. like, what, man? I can't. I need to buy stuff. <laughs> 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 that was not going to be what you. you know. They're not going to oh, pay you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or what? Right. I'm not holding my breath. Are they going to use all the original stuff. cast and everything? Yeah. Yes. We had a meeting back in like yes. 2012. We were like, yeah, wow. I'm doing, you right. know. Right. Please. You know. <laughs> 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 now you're thinking it was coming like in a couple of weeks they were going to yeah. make an announcement. Yeah. But we're all still like, oh, all right, yeah. Well, yeah. what can we as the in, fans in the- do to make this go down? Because it's, really? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Just you know, the man to keep talking about it. I guess. Right. Let's start it. Let's start a Twitter campaign. Or I'm something. down. Mm-hmm. Twitter Please. and a Facebook campaign. I'm down. Yeah, that's what's happening. They have like a Twitter campaign. Hashtag. Did they? they? Uh, oh, is it? Is that Twitter? I'm old. What's the, <laughs> <laughs> the one where they talk? Yeah, it's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a CBS thing, you know. And it's, it's like CBS uh, girlfriends movie thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're the ones who are asking to put it out, <laughs> and you have this thing, you know. So what, right. What's the? I don't know how anything works. Hmm. Yeah. I hope somebody isn't holding well, up for if, money. If, uh, if Sex in the City can have two, we should be able to get at That's least right. one. And terrible ones at that. I mean, so, man, people don't make their money back. People are going to come. Of course. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't know, uh, Girlfriends was the longest black sitcom oh, ever. That's awesome. The longest running black sitcom that. ever. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I, you know. And deserve it. How many so. seasons? It was like eight Gosh. at that time. It doesn't. So, you don't, so the Jeffersons <clears throat> don't count? Jefferson's always count. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I, was I, I thought that ran like 10 years. I thought the Jefferson's ran like 10 years. Yeah, it might have. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I heard it somewhere. I didn't mm-hmm. research it, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of them up in that range. Like, I should have known Cosby, Louise yeah, was going to have something to say about it. I know. <laughs> That's right. Well, it was a prolific no, show. And we appreciate that, you know, we got to see it on different syndicated format so that was good well I had a question um, because we heard <laughs> Wheezy talking <laughs> earlier about I want to work I want to work you know you yeah. guys are lucky you mm. have a job and something mm. and I think that's what a lot of actors look for a show that keeps getting picked up season after season and you have mm. work but what is it what is it a double edged sword uh, for actors do you get typecast in that kind of role or are there a lot of opportunities that come from that when you have a show that keeps running you know you and is there a fear? I'm sorry. Is there a fear? They're always like, are we going to get picked up the next season? Am I still going to have work? I've always yeah. wondered that. There's always that. We didn't worry too much about being picked up. You know, we were doing really well. Yeah. And we're so thankful about that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I got typecast, but you know, like, so what? I mean, yeah, for me, yeah right, yeah. right. I, thinking I was a nice person. And everybody, you know, <laughs> right. like to see you. And, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, you were typecast as an intelligent, educated like sharp brothers, mm-hmm. so I think you can kind of work with that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sadly, they don't need too many of those. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. They're like, 
Yeah, yeah I guess I, I kind of think of um, there was there's a reality show, and I'm sorry, forgive me for not remembering the name of it, but it was with black female actresses that were all coming together, and one of the sisters from Girlfriends, what's her name? Di, what's uh, Golden. Golden Golden Brooks, Golden Brooks. Is yeah. one of the, was one of the people on this um, on the show, and these sisters were right. coming together, True. and she was very jaded, very angry through that reality show, yeah. as someone who's had work and feels like she's her 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 contribution, her time in the business. You know, um, the work she's put in, how many years, is just totally being disrespected now. She's being overlooked for roles. People are coming in with no experience, with no, you know, reality show stars coming in and getting these roles. And she was frustrated, frustrated. you know? So, yeah, and I was just kind of wondering what your take on all that was. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like Weezy had just said, you know, you go in, I'm happy to have, you know, three <laughs> role parts, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, my agent's going to get an angry call. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, you know, why wasn't I security guard number one? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of years ago, I was a security guard at a club in Hollywood. Wow. You, know, I was trying right. to, you know, I was just trying to, it's not, you can't make money anywhere. You right. Know? right. And then it's like, hey, you know, I won a Nobel Peace Prize for com- comedy acting. And, you know, they're like, so what? Right. <laughs> you know, it just makes you too expensive for us. Wow. So, right. You know. Yeah, there was there was a time when, um, like, when, when you did a, you got to a certain level on television uh, that it meant that you were going to work at that level right. for a while. So, right. you know, if you were, if you were doing guest star roles, you would, you would be guest starring. You would have, mm-hmm. they, you would be that level or you would right. get promoted to a starring role or, right. or whatever. Now, Just but, like back when they used to use musicians on records, they had session yeah, musicians yeah, yeah, that would yeah, come yeah, in and yeah. play and they knew they would be professional and right. have a quality, there was some quality control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it's like, it's it's gone to where, you know, people who were doing films, you know, you know, Ten years ago, they would have yeah. been doing films. Now they're now there's now they have television, yeah. and so it's it's a it's a domino effect. So every everyone gets knocked down a pick. So mm-hmm. if you were doing guest star roles, now you're taking the co star roles, mm-hmm. and then the co stars are like, you know, whatever you know, taking under five roles. Under five mm-hmm. means you have less than five lines, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 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 down and you know, like until and then it gets to the point where like people who were in my category weren't even going out because <laughs> yeah. mm. well we can get somebody who you know was on reading rainbow <laughs> <laughs> we, could get, we could get the pa to step in for those two yeah, exactly you know <laughs> yeah hey I, I was talking to a friend of mine he's uh he works on uh grandfather and uh he just he got a role because because uh somebody who some executive on grandfather was friends with the uh, the showrunner on another show. Wow! Yeah. And so he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me call so and so up, and yeah, I'll tell him to hire you." <laughs> and uh, wow. you know, he you know he he got the role, and it's you you gotta be really good at networking, mm. and you know when you're talking about typecasting, mm-hmm. they all actors are typecast. Mm. You know, they they when they take you here, they say you are this type, yeah, <laughs> right. and that's what you, that's what you're going to go out as. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I know people with red, I know people who haven't gotten jobs because they have red hair. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's. That's just the way the business Jessica, is. Jessica Chastain, she had to but, dye her hair blonde before. She yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but your career, you've also been not just an actor, but also a writer. Are you still? Writing, and directing. Yeah, I've written yeah. a couple of things, uh, but you know, it's, we're shopping around trying to raise money to get to do. Yeah, I heard you was writing something for Dino Red. 
<laughs> I want to play Neil Rell. <laughs> In the biopic. Yeah, yeah, it's called Light Skin Matters. <laughs> They're going to have him in a red afro. Okay. Gold. Be the in a real red dad. curly wig. He's going to be a white face. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> going to be a real dad. Yeah. Uh, I can raise my daughter, you know. Uh, I could be real nice. Yeah, I like it. In a real way, you know. Yeah. Like a, you, I mean, you guys kind of are a sitcom family. So it kind of works. <laughs> true. true. So what kind of projects are you do you look forward to doing? Do you think is like your next um you know, kind of creative expression that you want to bring mm. about? Like little movies, you know. I always thought that I could be maybe like a black Woody Allen in a way. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a quirky, you know, guy in the city, you know, saying little things. And mm-hmm. That's what my movies are pretty much about. Oh, that you, cool. you strike me as a I mean real life. I no no offense, but kind of the sad clown type guy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there's some of that in Woody Allen. So that's yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's yeah, for what sure. It, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah, they kind of, yeah, you know, well, you, you look at life, and then you look a little too long, or you look, yeah. down, you get like, oh, oh. right, a little, a little too, a little too much introspection. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Reggie, let's go out. Yeah. You know, come on. Right. But uh, you know, yeah, I like to. But that's why laughing is so important. Once I can get going and get going, it's it's uh, you know, it's bothering. I heard you say somewhere that you. Uh, that you pretty much, that the William character is pretty much you. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, but it, would you say William's a little bit happier than you? <laughs> yeah, you it was you a look, lot look happier. Uh huh, a lot happier. A lot like a happier version of you. I don't want to say stabler. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know yeah. he had a more traditional profession. Okay. How about that? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just kind of, you know, yeah. But that was that was me. The way I would, you know, kind of. I'm zippity doo dah sometimes. Zippity doo dah. And then there's those zippity doo doo days. Zippity doo doo, right? Did you guys have a lot of um, kind of? Did they give you a lot of leeway to kind of shape your characters and how you were going to play them, or how how did that go? Sure, a lot of times they would keep the camera running after it was over. Anything that I would have to say, I would come in. You know, I would rewrite things without really knowing that you would rewrite them. You know, you'd Mm -hmm. say it the way you would say it. Right, right. This is how you know. Especially after like the tenth take, yeah, yeah to keep it fresh. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. But they were, you know, it was a great job. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I don't want to say, but I, like, I can't see myself ever having a better job. Than that. <laughs> I remember awesome. back when, uh, back in the day when Weezy was on, and you know, he told me how you, know, you were on the show. Yeah, remember? Uh, remember? Was it UPN? You guys were on UPN, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah remember yeah. when UPN had that uh, Boys to Men was like gonna be on on every every show that in in a row. Okay. Uh, and uh, they didn't show up. They didn't show up to girlfriends. So there was some kind of problem. So they got Damon to... instead. Yeah, when... <laughs> he filled in for all of Boys to Men. You, you know, they really were at the end of the row. <laughs> it was really hard to say goodbye. <laughs> No, actually, it was pretty easy to say goodbye. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. I don't even think they said goodbye. Get uh, your ass up out of here. <laughs> you are not Wanye, nigga. <laughs> That's the name of my autobiography, by the way. And Damon was like, but I'm on bending knee. Wait, please. I was on bending knee because my shoes hurt. 
<laughs> man, they had these. I was in these tight, tight shoes, and yeah. I remember Richard Pryor had this joke where he said that uh, they don't, they don't need to, they don't need to be some nigga up at the jail to make them talk. Just put them in a size too small. <laughs> man, I like, man, I understand that now. <laughs> I was ready to confess to anything. <laughs> yes, I did it. Jimmy Hoffa is in my trunk right now. <laughs> Give me some new shoes, and I will. Give them to you, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, the the epi- title of the episode was Girl Frenzy, and the girls had a big fight in front of the uh, the club in front oh. of the club. Yeah, and I was the bouncer out there. Um, oh, okay. Trey, yeah, he yeah. was Maya's cousin, Trey. And I think I, I don't remember. Yeah, and I, I, one of the things I actually remember it was kind of funny because because uh, Dina was talking about uh, accidentally calling you William. Uh, you and I had a a, a, a little confrontation. I think they were trying to get in and couldn't get in, and then you came and. I said, uh, my line was, uh, what's up, William? Come on in. <laughs> and uh, I said, what's up, Reggie? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And I was like, I barely knew the dude. You know? <laughs> I still barely know him. <laughs> but you felt so comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Right? well, that, he puts you at ease. <laughs> yeah, I remember Girlfriends. And that was like the second or third episode. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were pretty excited because he was Maya's cousin. So we thought, we <laughs> thought that he would come back yeah. and get a reoccurring yeah, yeah. spot. Yeah. And they talked about Trey the whole series, and he never came back. No. <laughs> they talked yeah. about yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, I guess I, I had to be Kelsey Grammer. I remember uh, <laughs> <laughs> after he did that shoot, he um, he was telling me how what a what a what a fun set, you know, because you know he's been on a lot of shows, and not every set has the same vibe, and not everybody's warm. But he was saying how fun you guys were and how the girls would like sit around and just kind of like jam they would all they could all sing yeah. and they would just you know sing and stuff whatever and they could all you know just have these little jam sessions whatever impromptu hmm. we had a lot of fun together yeah it was a good show can you yeah. sing will you I mean uh Reggie Absolutely. see I told you I knew yeah, it yeah. I knew it my bad good thing you apologized ahead of time <laughs> <laughs> I can we'll carry it too. Yeah, okay. I think I sound like Johnny Hartman when I sing. That's I good. have no idea who, who's that. Who's Johnny Hartman? Johnny Hartman's like a classic crooner. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, falling in love is wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when we break it out, like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can be a little. I would like to do the Johnny Hartman story. Yeah, you need to write it. He did a great album with him and John Coltrane. Okay, now that yeah. I, him I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll do it illegally too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Come get me. I'm the hood baby. <laughs> yeah. Right. See what happens? You come on the Shizness show for like five minutes and you get all hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we just turn into a pirate. <laughs> I'm going to you know. I'm like, you ain't for we didn't turn William into a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> you can catch me in front of Roscoe and selling these uh, <laughs> these things, slanging these boulets. <laughs> do you do voiceover? Um, you have a great. I voice. used to. I was awesome. actually going to ask for someone's agent. <laughs> That's an awesome voice. I could hear you doing animated. I could totally say that. Yeah. So I've unique. A, a couple. I've done a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get back into it. Yeah. 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 Well, next time Disney is casting a. Zebra or a, <laughs> right. a donkey. <laughs> and Teddy Murphy's not busy. Yeah. Yeah. You're in there. Yes. Well, there's a lot of people at that door. A lot of people waiting for those jobs. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's harder because it celebrities is. take the roles. Yeah, they now. do. Yeah. Now. And, uh, See, and that's and what I, you're talking about—that trickle yeah, down. Yeah, and really I always, is. I always wondered about that. I mean, more like the kickle I mean, down. 
Kids don't care about celebrities. It's exactly. like, why, what, what's with the main it's what casting? Using, probably to sell it to adults. Yeah, a big yes. portion of Yeah, because the, the kids aren't audiences. buying tickets, Damon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the parents would take the kids anyway. I mean, the way I, you know, the way I, I, I see it. I went to see, uh, what's the new, what's the new, what's really? the new animated movie that's out now? Zootopia. Really Zootopia, yeah. I went to Zootopia. see that. It was almost all adults. The yeah. entire yeah. audience. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I want to go see it. It was cute. It really was. I did not know what it was about. Wait, you know what? I know. Charlie Bell, you're not allowed to watch movies. Or television. First of all, <laughs> I can watch what I want to watch. That's going. That's going to uh, fuck up. Mine. You know who you are on this show because you are known as the person. As a matter of fact, we have a question this week that addresses that too. <laughs> that kind of uh, 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 plays into that. We'll, we'll we'll more on that when we get to our uh, our feedback. Hey, I watch television. Uh, I'm just very selective. Watch television <laughs> as you pass by the. Uh, Best Buy, and you see the display that doesn't really count nope. as watching television. No, nope. I, I watch Rachel Maddow every day. Uh, <laughs> Love her. Love her. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm kind of not fucking with MSNBC after that. They, they you just, haven't watched you just, happen you like just got cable and everything. I know. Yes, that's why. That's why. And and how's your uh, how's your your uh, your tr- your your trek. I'm looking at you, Kendra. She's oh, looking me? around oh, uh-huh, to, to catch. You were supposed to be binge watching Game of Thrones. How's oh, that going? I knew he was going to get me. And You're I damn just right. told my friend, I was like, we gotta, we've got mm-hmm. like six seasons. We've mm-hmm. got to watch this. He was like, I'm already on two. You need mm-hmm. to catch up. I was like, he's going to mm-hmm. ask me. Mm-hmm. And oh, no. Don't play it. Don't do it to me, Dana. Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> Sad combo. I'm going to show you up. I'm going to. I'm going to prove you wrong, <laughs> what type of show? What type of shows do you like, Reggie? Oh, the ones that pay him. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, we all like that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I watch a lot of documentary shows. Me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. I love you, a man after my own heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. I do like uh, Nerd uh, Modern Family. You ain't special. Everybody around this table uh, watches those. (laughs) I mean, we Nerdland. Modern Family? (laughs) Yeah, Modern Family is my favorite show. Oh, okay. That's pretty cute. Okay, speaking of shows, I have. I brought this up on another episode, but the only person that was here was Wheezy. Kendall wasn't on the show at the time, and Charlie Bell was was playing hooky, uh, getting playing it in or something. Hooky. And uh, but but in honor of William, I had to dust this off. I, I have a theory, William uh, Reggie. Really? <laughs> I'm calling you like now that both right, names are coming out like left and right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I have a theory about uh, that that involves you and your show. Okay. Mm-hmm. I call it the Golden Girls theory, or Dino, Dino's oh, right, Golden right, Girls right, right, theory, right. and uh, here it is, right here. And basically, this is the theory that Golden Girls w- was the first, like, set the ense- template. It set the template. Right, they were the first ensemble female cast, whatever, and they set a template that was followed five or four, at least four other times. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we have it here. I'm gonna break it down. <clears throat> okay, the first character, the lead character, I call it the Dorothy character. Mm-hmm. She's the leader slash mother type figure, right? Mm-hmm. Then um, you had that character replicated in Julia Sugarbaker mm-hmm. on uh, Designing Women, and then Khadijah on Living Single, and then to a lesser extent, I always put a kind of an asterisk next to Sex in the City because their 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 characters were a little bit of a departure, but basically still that same mold. Basically. You have uh, Carrie, Carrie Bradshaw, and then Carrie Bradshaw, yeah. and then you have Joan. Yeah. The girlfriends um, were the last ones to do it, so you had it done by two black shows and three white shows, with Golden Girls being the the very first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next character is the Sophia 
slash smart ass character. Okay. Then you had that was uh, followed up with Mary Jo on <clears throat> Designing, Designing Women. Women, Max on Living Single, okay. Miranda on Sex in the City, and Maya on Girlfriends. Okay. Next we have Rose, the kind of dingbag slash naive <laughs> one. Okay. Charlene on Designing Women, Sinclair. For sure. Okay. On uh, Living Single, Charlotte on Designing Women. And Lynn. On Sex and City. I'm sorry. Yeah, Charlotte on Sex and the City. And Lynn on Girlfriends. Mm. Last but not least, we have Blanche slash the sexy one. Okay. <laughs> Suzanne, Suzanne Sugarbaker, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regine yep. on uh, Living Single. Samantha on Sex and the City. And Tony Childs um, <clears throat> on Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tony Childs, I was really happy because she was on a show that I was watching. And I was very happy about it, and they killed her on the last, uh, spoiler alert, on the last episode <laughs> of uh, Ash the Evil Dead. Mm. And so unless she comes back as like oh, some no. kind of a a demon or the, something. The evil more dead. Unless mm-hmm. she comes back as, a, as, a, as a demon, <laughs> she won't be on the show anymore. But she was on the whole first, she, had a, she was mm. a main character, and in the last couple of episodes toward the end, she became the love interest. And they still killed her. Racism. I was mad. Racism. I was so mad. So anyway. Uh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> So here, here it doesn't, and the thing is, it doesn't stop there. As if that's not, you know, kind of familiar enough. There, there are other similarities, right? One, uh, male sidekicks. Okay, Stan <laughs> for the uh, Golden Girls. Anthony was Meshach Taylor on Designing Women. Mm-hmm. The, the departure on Living Single was they had, they had two. two, which was Kyle and Ovi, mm-hmm. and then last but not least. William, you on girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Latest and greatest. Uh, another common thread. Two of the leads were related. They took a departure on that from uh, on Sex in the City, right? But on the Golden Girls, they had Dorothy and uh, Sophia, Sophia right. as mother Girl, daughter, daughter, Julia and Suzanne as sisters, Khadijah and Sinclair as cousins. Yeah. Uh, like no, 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 no Sex in the City, and then. Um, they didn't. They also took a departure from that on uh, on girlfriends. Hmm. But uh, well, this is quite a little report. And most most yeah. most of the series, uh, the women are single and did not have any long term significant relationships. That's another asterisk. Well, that's you where know. the drama comes. But, <laughs> right? Everybody's yeah. just happened. A different right. world could fall into that. I mean, even though it was an ensemble cast that had male and female, it was predominantly women. True. And if you look at it, um, Janessa could have played the leader mother. Jalisa. Jalisa. The smart right. mm-hmm. would have been Denise Huxtable. Um, <laughs> the dingbat would have been Mar- Marissa Tomei. The sexy one would have been Whitley. You know what I mean? And then you right, have the two right. male sidekicks would have been Glasses Cat. Yeah, but Cat the, the, and the, the, the cast totally changed the next season. It did, and it then, did. So it's, it's yeah. a lot of departure. There's also, there's a, there's a, what do you call it? Facts of Life almost yeah. could kind of fit in there too yeah. a little bit, yeah. but not quite either. So, but yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's others that could kind of, that borrow from it or took the bigger departures, but... That's you know, they, these right here are all pretty so, much simpatico. So you're saying television is formulaic. Yes, no. There's even a couple of writers that were on uh, 
uh, designing women that were on, that wrote on girlfriend. Oh, nah, yeah. okay. And who are so. name? Do you would get their names? Oh, uh, Dila Duke and Mark Alden Brown. Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you had the yeah. legit DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's so much of the splash back and forth. And, uh-huh. uh, it's the same thing we did, but with you know, right, right, right. right. The names right. have been changed to protect the innocent. Don't yeah. black it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> make it more urban. Yeah, make them say girl. Mm-hmm. And you, you better, you better watch it. <laughs> but yeah, I'd watch it, sucker. <laughs> I'd, I'd, been, I'd pretty much oh, come up with this a long time ago and didn't really have anything to do with it. And then you know, uh, you know, I started this podcast. And I was like, okay, this could be a place I could share my theory just for, I mean, you know, yeah. just for whatever. I had, I had independently come up with this theory, but he developed it even further because I didn't watch really designing women, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you should write then, man. You should, I should do what? You should start writing your show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Let me be. Well, I, actually, actually, Weasel and I uh, and a, a mutual friend of ours, we did write a pilot for uh, for a show way back in the. 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah it was. Late, late 90s. Right? It was what? Right after? No, it was, was, no, was that? Was that? Maybe it was the early 2000s. It was. It was in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. It was Just a radio show in oh. the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. No, it was actually a. It was actually a. We 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 marketed it as a Black Seinfeld. It was. Yeah. Sorry, it, it was starring uh, Damon. Damon was going to be a star. In theory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until they bought it and said, "Okay, we don't need you anymore." <laughs> Damn. But uh, <laughs> we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't really. We couldn't even shop it because we were in a catch twenty two. Either they wanted us to sign away our rights, and, you know, or, or or waivers or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, before they would look at it, which we didn't want to do because that kind of defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. And or uh, and then they didn't. They didn't want to look at it because they had staff writers. Yeah. So so they it was like you know. Yeah, that, that yeah. Ha- basically ha- we didn't know anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that happened to a friend of mine. He uh, he he actually was uh, he, he actually got a pilot sold, and uh, well, uh, he, he actually he directed or he was supposed to direct it. He had, he was in the development uh, uh, set of it, and then when the 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 uh, the network decided they were going to do the show, uh, they said, okay, we're bringing someone else in to. Mm-hmm. To uh, direct and, and, and you know his thing was th- their thing was well you don't have an office on the lot hmm. so uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know so uh, you you don't uh, you don't get to uh, mm-hmm. you know you don't get to and you know that's just the way that that's just the way it works you know yeah. it's like it is so hard mm-hmm. to get something done because there's so many uh, you know and, and it's like if they've never heard of you they're like well we got these people that we're paying to do nothing. Right. Uh, on the lot. <laughs> so we're gonna put them. We're gonna. We found something for them to do, and uh, so you know, you, you, like when you see like uh, uh, like the, those open calls, it's like that, that's usually a publicity stunt because they already. Right. Or there's somebody that they're gonna yeah. that they already have in mind for you know the, uh, the those roles. Oh shit, that's like every job. Ninety nine percent of the time, I think when they put a job posting out, they already know who they plan on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember auditioning for stuff and like. Deion Sanders would come in. That's hilarious. But, yeah, man. But you keep trying though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, That's eventually, yeah. well, eventually, what happens? Somebody says no, and you're 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 like next up, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, and that, that you know you get hired. Yeah. At least that's what you hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it seems like a tough hustle. Yeah, it is a tough hustle. Yeah. So, what's the inspiration to keep going? Um, 
I think it depends on like the person. Like the person kind of needs. I'm all answering and stuff. Hey, like, why why, don't, we, why well, don't we ask the, the person that? Well, well, the reason, well, I'm the I'm the other person. I'm the guy who didn't keep going. Remember, remember I went to school for this shit. I do know that. I do know that. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't want to be in front of the camera. I wanted to be behind the camera, or whatever. Right. But you know, I think it. You know, you got to kind of have that. I, I was just I was tired of being broke, man. I was tired of being broke. I I gave it over a year of like trying to find like an entry level anything. It was just it was so hard to compete. Right. It's like this is the thing for for these unpaid internships and stuff. Like here I am, you know, got my own place and I have to work and go to school and then work for somebody for free, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm competing against, you know, these trust fund kids or mm-hmm. or kids who are uh, have have privilege, right. don't have to work. Right. They can put in 60 hours for free you know what i mean and, and, and yeah. like how, yeah. how i'm gonna compete with that right you know what i mean and it's like it's costing me money because i they're not even covering like you know transportation and right. there's other I, uh other um classmates whatever who have uh internships and they have to pay all this money in parking that's killing right, them right. because they're poor students right. and the parking is a bitch and they're not even partially reimbursed for that it's like it's hard when you don't know anybody you for know sure. everything is who you know so but uh, but but let, let's hear from Reggie. <laughs> why, why does it suck, Reggie? <laughs> no, why do you why do you persevere in spite of the suck? That's oh, yeah, the question. Yeah. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got wrapped up in my own thing. <laughs> I just loved it so much. You know, I just liked the the attention. You know, I was I grew up kind of like I don't know, not a lonely kid, but just like but when you go to school and you get the other kids there and they want. Then I start cutting up and telling jokes. <laughs> so you were the class clown. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they didn't know, you know, oh, well, what's he gonna do when he grows up? Or you know, is he gonna? They were just happy that I wasn't like a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> My family, you know, just don't do anything to embarrass us or to embarrass the family. Right. And you know, so you're gonna go to college, and I was like, I'll study theater, and you know, and uh, I was pretty fortunate, you know, I was pretty. Everything went my way pretty much until girlfriends ended. Now I can't get a job. Oh, wow. <laughs> but before girlfriends, I worked all the time. That's awesome. Did you really? What 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 type of? Uh, oh, okay. So I was on a show with Vivica Fox on Fox for like. Oh, what? I I looked at your IMD page. You've been on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and, and mostly all the stuff that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I did a show. I was on a pilot with uh, the people that did uh, Full House or whatever, Warren and Renza. Uh-huh. Uh, they did. It was called Nick Frino. That was like when I first got to town. Oh, I remember wow. that. Wow. But wow. That was, uh, yeah, I got fired off that one. They ended up hiring this dude's friend. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. The homie, oh, the homie hookup. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just there's, there's just nothing else I want to do. Oh, yeah, I feel you. That's awesome. Yeah. Where did you study theater? Illinois State University. Oh, okay. There's a lot of people came through there, like, like John Malkovich and Gary Sinise and. Lori Metcalf, a lot of the Steppenwolf actors, and oh, cool! So I did a lot of theater after after college. I did, and um, a lot of improv. And did you do any Second City? No, I was in a group called Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. We would do late at night shows mm-hmm. in like coffee houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I do like a play, and then go across town and do like a late night improv show. It was just like working all, you know. Mm-hmm. And you would never get paid, but it was just right. like I would have, you know, I work in a bank during the day. But I just don't. I just never got tired. Aww. 
Well, cool. I'm, you know, just tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now it's time for us to get into our topics portion of the show, William. So, uh, I mean, uh, Reggie. Damn it! That's <laughs> uh, oh. You talked yourself into it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just, you know, right after this. Ride and we're back. So now it is time for us to get into our topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So speaking of black sitcoms, <laughs> wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? Now this is like really dated though now because uh this this show was planned out kind of weeks ago but they had a very special blackish um I know Charlie Bell saw that Yep, I did. Um I saw it. Weezy saw it. Wow. All right. Man, where are them kids at? Where are the kids? Where are the kids? Yeah. Weezy saw it too cuz these two well actually this is the irony, Reggie. Yes. I actually started podcasting mostly to talk about television. I have three co-hosts who do not watch television. <laughs> one, one, of clo- one of whom includes an actor, a no. television actor, no. who refuses to watch television to spite me. <laughs> so I have to go on other people's shows or have talk other people television. on my show so I can talk about television because yeah. these motherfuckers refuse to talk about television. Well, it wasn't that I refused. I just was too cheap to pay for cable. That's <laughs> but now you have cable and you still don't watch, touch, no, don't I watch do. television. I, do. I just don't watch the shows you watch, yeah, you but I do watch TV. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah that's what, people want to hear us discuss Rachel Maddow. That's what they want to hear. Well, well, you know. Some people do. <laughs> Not the ones listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's still it's on television. It's there. Yeah, barely. <laughs> anyway, uh so Kenda, did you see that very special blackish? I did and I saw clips from it. All right, cool. I saw the um you know, clips after. Cool. Speaking of clips, I have one right. for those who of you who are living on the rock the Rolls Royce may not and may not have seen it. I love you too. What's going on? We're getting word of <laughs> protests across the country becoming violent. A can't miss television event. Kids are dying in the street. From the show everyone's talking about. That could easily be one of these children here. Anyone gonna explain to us what's happening? Only mm-hmm. Blackish could do justice. I just feel hopeless. To an episode about injustice. So what are we gonna tell them? They're children. They need to know the world that they're living in. Oh my god. An extended new Blackish Wednesday on ABC. Now, see, I feel like that's just like any normal night in, in Dino Red House. <laughs> Pretty much. Seriously, right, though, um, it's funny because the a lot of the episode, um, the part that I keyed in on, I guess that's the father in me, mm-hmm. more more so than the whole Black Lives Matter and all that stuff, the part that, that kind of resonated with me was the part where you had Bo who's like, let's shield our children and protect mm-hmm. them and keep them innocent for as long as possible. And then you got, uh, you know, Dre. Dre who's like, fuck that. They need to know the mm-hmm. truth because it's real out here in these streets. And uh, except in my house, it's, it's kind of uh, uh, kind of flipped. Mm. My, my wife is Dre and I, I'm Bo. Okay. <laughs> except I'm not as, I'm not as... Pollyanna. Yeah, I'm not as, as, as you know, let's keep them blind as, keep mm-hmm. her blind as, as Bo is. 
But I'm, you know, but my wife, she pretty much is as hardcore as as, as Dre. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's but, from Compton. So. But that's the thing, you know. That's that's the parenting. Um, well, well, my philosophy on life period is is it's all about balance. Extremes right. of any kind are, you know, right. just not usually any good. And it's just, and with parenting, you see that a lot. It's all that that it's a, a really fine line that you're always walking with them. It's like, okay, at, the, at on one hand. I want her to to be leery of of strangers and and know that they can snatch her and take her. That is a reality that mm-hmm. can't happen. But at the same time, I don't want her in fear of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to like. How do you you know? How do you prepare them but not scare them to death? It, it's it's a real thing and mm-hmm. it's it's a trip and it's something that we are constantly struggling with. You know. Well, I think that um, that's always been a feature of being a black parent mm-hmm. in this country is mm-hmm. there's always this balance between trying to, you know, protect your children's innocence and childhood and, you know, but also preparing them for the racism, the discrimination and just the just the disappointments, you know, right. and it goes in cycles, too, as to what the what the repercussions are or like what the potential consequences. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely remember reading, um, well, you know, slave narratives, but. excuse me um actually a recent one about how this this there was a a young slave and he was extremely um you know high spirited Mm -hmm. and he became like a a a freed slave whatever he had a a very storied but his mom was so fearful of him you know being uh basically murdered Mm -hmm. or killed or Mm -hmm. sold down south that she basically um would send him to this plantation down the street where they were, you know, or down the way where they were much more harsh and like abusive towards the slaves. Cause mm-hmm. she wanted him to be sure to see that and know that that's really what he was up against. So, you know, all the way from that extreme mm-hmm. to wondering, you know, today if your kid is going to get shot in the street by a, you know, by a cop, it's like, yeah. it's, it all, you're always trying to weigh the, the extreme of the circumstances as well as, you know, your duty as a parent. Right. And I don't think we have the luxury as black parents uh, to to protect and to um, protect our children from that as much as a white parent would be able to. Oh, we for do, sure. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that, if for someone who didn't see it, but I saw several clips from it, that actually is what jumped out to me. The uh, dialogue between the husband and wife and the differences mm-hmm. in how they wanted to tackle that situation and what their children should know and shouldn't know. I thought that was fascinating yeah. as well. Well, I thought the show could have gone, it could have gone so wrong. It could have mm. gone off the rails so easily. And they handled it really great, I think, mm. because I think partially because they did center on like the family dynamics, you know, and it is a family sitcom. Right. So mm-hmm. that helped it. And then the writing is good. There's just a lot of like, even though it was dealing with a funny, I mean, a, a serious topic, topic, they still had like some good, funny moments. yeah, they had some mm-hmm. great lines. And, right. and then it also comes back to what you two were talking about. Um, just like professional actors, professional performers. I mean, you're going to put a line in, you know, Jennifer Lewis's hands. She's going to work it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. Like, so that definitely elevates the material as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, um, I mean, if, if pop culture can do that, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, we, that's why we uh, uh, connect to it and that's why you were attached to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Weezy, your thoughts? Oh, I hate very special episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Weezy! I love him! 
He's Mikey. He hates everything. I'm, I'm, I'm from the... He uh, won't watch it. He, he hates everything. everything. Yeah. I'm from the Seinfeld. No no hugging, no learning. Uh, when, when I watch this <laughs> no, sitcom. You're a special episode wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's hugging and learning in this. I, 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 don't, I don't like that. Nigga, your whole life is a very special episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, don't mock my short bus. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I you know I, I thought you know they said what they wanted to say pretty well. Um, you know, it. it um, I you know it, it's it. You know, I, I I guess I guess because of the, you know the lack of um, the diversity on on um, on television or whatever that you can't have a drama where you know like a. Like a black version of the show Family, mm-hmm. uh, you remember that show, but uh, but but something something like that where you don't you, a show like that could tackle this issue as opposed to a, a sitcom, which I think is actually pretty clever. I think it's a pretty clever show. And the the thing is, it's like although they did have funny moments, it, would, it just basically took me. In, I mean, I'm not a regular watcher of the show, but mm-hmm. it just as as far as sitcoms go. Mm, you know, I, I understand what they were doing. I understand why they were doing it, but you know, it, it, it's from an entertainment point of view. I just, you know, I just don't care for that sort of thing. When, when, you know, when it comes to sitcoms, but you know, for what they did, it was it was well done. Okay. All right. Good insight. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, yeah, it's well, hard to get people to pay attention. You know, a lot of people for you know they're like. It's hard to teach people unless you give them like sugar with it, right? Right. Well, oh, yeah, I, I definitely understand why they did it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, I totally. <clears throat> and I mean, we we let's be real. We've had trouble keeping black sit um, black dramas. You know, that's one of the reasons why um, Empire and Power are such. You know, people are you know uh, raving about them. Not just that; it's just it's just it's rare. It's you know we've had a lot more success with sitcoms than we had have had with with hour long uh, mm-hmm, shows. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, most most people, I guess, are like like my my like Danya, my daughter. She <laughs> she is a sitcom girl through and through, and it's like she she will watch. She got two dramas that she two hour shows that she'll sit through, which is Supergirl <laughs> and The Walking Dead. Those, those are, Supergirl and Walking Dead. Anything else? If it's if it's not a, a sitcom, it's like and then when every night when we're we pull up the guy and we're voting on what we're going to watch next, she's always whatever sitcom is on DVR is that's what Blackish Modern Family. That's what she's rooting for. You know, <laughs> you know. Grandfather, whatever. It, it, all the half hour shows, and then me and mommy are like, mm, let's do the drama. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right, later, y'all. I'm going to go. <laughs> I feel like she represents like uh, you know a lot of people with uh, with that. They just they can't get into the the hour shows for whatever reason when it comes to the black people. I don't know, but yeah, I mean that's why they. Well, part of the reason why they. Well, I think actually Norman Lear was responsible for the the the, t- the term dramedy. Well, I don't think he necessarily coined the. The phrase dramedy, but his shows were, you know, they created the word Pioneer, dramedy yep. as a description for his yeah, shows. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, you know what? I, I now that you mentioned that, um, I remember when I saw it, I, I thought uh, All in the Family. Reggie's prob- like, this dude watches a lot of television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You can read Thought Bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think that that's. I think All in the Family uh, 
and you know it's amazing because you know uh, forty what forty years later, mm-hmm. all in the family is probably the best <coughs> at balancing. Okay. Uh, heavy subject Comics. matter yeah. with comedy, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, even I mean, even, you take a show like Mash, which was brilliantly written, but at the end of the at the end of the run, they got really heavy handed with mm-hmm. uh, exactly. you know war war sucks. It's like okay, mm-hmm. we get it. Right. <laughs> but uh, I, I and I think that's really difficult. And, and um, I think what you said about uh, uh, Norman Lear, yeah, All in the Family, I think handled mm-hmm. out, out of all the sitcoms that do a very special whatever. I think they were the ones that handled it the best. They could uh, they could. They could handle it and use dark humor hmm. uh, at the at, at the same time, and I think that's I think that was my main problem with uh, with the the girl. Uh, I mean, with the um, a blackish episode in that it wa- it wanted to do that, but it just didn't quite succeed at at uh, mm-hmm. at that. And I mean, and that's a that's a tough. That's a tough target to hit right there. Yeah. Well, I think it succeeded on its own terms. It mm-hmm. definitely doesn't have the gravitas of, you know, mm-hmm. all in the family. Mm-hmm. But I was, the other thing I liked about the episode, which was a little more, well, I guess I wouldn't, subtle. I mean, you're not really not looking for subtlety in a sitcom. <laughs> but the thing that I noted that I thought was important was, um, <coughs> excuse me. When the son was talking about, you know, Ta-Nehisi Coates and how he's kind of like a modern black intellectual that's breaking down, um, you know, just the, the police brutality state mm-hmm. and everything, and um, and then Lawrence Fishburne's character, the, the granddad, he's like, yeah, that ain't nothing new. James Baldwin said the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I really and oh, and they and also you know Malcolm X and James mm-hmm. Baldwin, and they kind of like, um, I really appreciated how mm-hmm. they laid out like not only has this been an issue that that affects us mm-hmm. and our community historically, but we've also had powerful black thinkers who we've always been able to present an analysis to the larger society, you know, mm-hmm. that, that stands the test of time. And so I like that, you know, it's kind of like, again, a lot of these kids probably have never heard of James Baldwin, you mm-hmm. know, that's watching this show. So hopefully they'll pick it up. So in other news, Marlon Wayne shooting an NBC pilot called Marlon. Um, it is uh, <laughs> loosely biographical or loosely autobiographical. It's about him and his ex-wife raising their children. He plays in inappropriate, uh, the way that they're terming it or describing it, inappropriate dad. <laughs> and uh, I believe, uh, creepy. I believe, yeah, the, the 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 word inappropriate. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's. it's I'm sure they don't mean it like that. But, yeah, I, but I just think they mean he's kind of immature at times, or whatever. Is the way I took it. But uh, so yeah, he's. Um, I believe they have casted. Uh, Essence Atkins as the as the wife as the female lead, and um, that's in the works. So, hooray for Marlon! I'm looking forward to that. And Good for him. Marlon is the TV vet, and he's you know he's he's got some chops. You know he's I've seen some of the shows that he's uh, that he's uh, created, and uh, you know he he's weighing <laughs> through and through. And I love how they you know we, we talked about nepotism on the show the uh, the other day and how. Needless to say, I'm not bothered by the fact that the Wayans brothers uh, and the Wayans family they do a lot of work together. I, I like that. So, had any had any of you guys heard about that? No, show? no. I I, I I like Marlon because um, I be scooping. <laughs> I'm journalism. Sure I got the scoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you heard um, it here first. Yeah, even even on the even on the uh, Wayans brothers show, uh, I thought he, I you know, I I can see he exhibited, you know. Uh, talent, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm I'm uh, 
uh, you know, of of the brother, <laughs> of the brothers not named uh, Damon or uh, or <laughs> Keenan. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, it, it, and and uh, from what I understand, he works really hard at his craft. So uh, so good for him. Yeah, exactly. Good for him. So uh, we have a <laughs> a clip of a very special. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. A very special, special Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. You never thought that you would hear those words strung together regarding Game of Thrones. But <laughs> Is there going to be hugging and learning? <laughs> what? We have traveled very far. We have no food. <laughs> oh. Once I see my people fed, I would be honest. No. We have a serious problem with radical Islam. We have a, a tremendous dick. problem. We can't be the stupid country yes, anymore. Dino. Where I come from, guests are treated with respect, not insulted at the gates. Given the circumstances, my lord, I believe extreme measures are warranted. The people that are with me 100% are the people. What? The Pope. the Pope was in Mexico. Do you know that? Did Desiree know that, right? He said negative things about me. Dreadful. The Pope is being told that Donald Trump is not a nice person. <laughs> Donald Trump is a very nice person. Oh, God. Mm. You've not us in. All of us will die. I said temporarily. I didn't say permanently. I said temporarily. <laughs> we have no border. We have no control. Yes. People are flooding across. We need to build a wall, and it has to be built quickly. Yes. The greatest builder is me. Right. And I would build the greatest wall you have ever seen. <laughs> and in that wall, we're going to have a beautiful, big, flat door where people can come into the country, but they have to come in legally. <laughs> I don't think they like me very much. <laughs> This country needs somebody Ooh. that's a deal maker. Giving you Commander Greygard. No deals. No deals. We don't make deals. Not with anybody. We don't make deals. You mistake me, my lord. That was a command. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Just so you understand. <laughs> we need people that know what they're doing. We don't need babies. Are you refusing to obey my order? Yeah. <laughs> Ollie, bring me my sword. They laugh at us. Our enemies laugh at us. <laughs> they say, what about it? And they chop off heads. They think we are so stupid. You have no idea. Much likes my head. I don't want to see it removed just yet. I would bring back waterboarding. And I'd bring back a hell of a lot worse than waterboarding. Winter's trumping. <laughs> it's for real. I mean, in a real way, that motherfucker has unleashed the White Walkers onto our society. Very much and so. It's real ugly and it's horrible. Uh, so that was so good. I was hoping you guys so hadn't good. seen that. No, so, so good. No, we need some dragons for, for that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What character yeah. did they have Trump's head on? Or was it a lot of different it was, ones? Yeah, different yeah, ones. Different that ones. was yeah. hilarious. I was going to say, as funny as it was, so it, if, in context of the show, it's even funnier. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll watch <laughs> it after I catch up. All right, Dino. What? I didn't say that. <sighs> you know, you do that's, you. That's oh, guilt little, talking. Do you, boo-boo. Right? I know. <laughs> that was a little size swipe mm. there. I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, you know, have you guys 
been checking out what's going on with Cat Williams and social media. Oh, oh that shit. brother. What happened? What happened? Uh, he's, no. uh, what hasn't happened? I think he I think he needs help. Oh, yeah, yeah, you I think? think? <laughs> I think he's on he's on I think there's probably two things going on. I'm this my my hypothesis is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have some mental issues and he's self medicating. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the self medicating part has gotten out of control. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's not too like too much. Ago. That's not going too far out on. <laughs> <laughs> for 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 those of you who don't know, Cat uh, uh, Williams, uh, uh, the one I saw, he punched. He got into a fight with. Oh, he's been arrested stage. four times in the last week. Yeah, yeah. in the week, in last week, yeah. he got. Yes, yeah, he punched someone on stage. On stage, yeah. He also um, punched out a clerk at a pool supply store. Yeah, he yeah. also. Got into a confrontation with some women who were just basically autograph seekers, and they were taking pictures of him or you know video whatever have you. And he over overreacted. <laughs> and he's been. And the, he said that they pulled a gun and um, ver- verbally attacking and going after Kevin Hart for no apparent reason, just yeah. issuing issuing all types of challenges and ultimate and and and, yeah. and five million dollar bets and yeah. whatever else. Which and he later rescinded that. It, it, yeah, he rescinded. He, <laughs> yeah. he actually went 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 on uh, the right on Tigger Show, Big Tigs, and uh, and apologized yeah. uh, to Kevin Hart. Uh, but he, at the same time, he still kind of threw him. Was, was wasn't there a there reason to go after Kevin Hart? Did, no, was there a beat? No it just well, it's, it's cocaine far- is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's jealous <laughs> of uh, other short comedians. Yeah, I actually have a clip of, of, of some of his. Did, uh, didn't he also his pull a gun at the comedy store? See, yeah. I've seen your stuff on social media, boy, boy. I know you what you do, but you do it for play, play. If you do it for real, here it is, Kevin. I got a show at your hometown in Philly. I'm gonna take my special there. High, right? On yeah. that stage, we can put whatever you want a full court basketball court, a boxing ring, two microphones for a rap cipher, or you can get your ass dusted in comedy on that stage. <laughs> but it's $1 million up for each one. That's $5 million, Mr. 28 million in Forbes. I'll be bringing mine in cash, Mitch. Bring yours however you want. And since you're not a puppet, don't bring no white people with you then. That's a $5 million bet individually. You can take it all or you can take it part and parcel. This is the new movement. So there you have it. He's losing his voice. And uh, he's losing more than that. <laughs> he's about to lose five million dollars because I feel like Cat Williams will whoop his ass in all of that. <laughs> you mean Kevin Hart? I mean Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart will whoop his. What, who did I say? Kevin? Because yeah, Cat Williams. Williams. Cat Williams. Yeah. I mean Kevin he Hart. Will, he gonna whoop his own ass. Will whoop his ass in all five of those. Categories. Categories. <laughs> well, not stand up. I mean, Cat Williams is this hilarious. This is really sad. It, to but me. you know what's funny? It is sad. But you know what's funny? Funny, haha, ironic. Is last night I was watching one of the old Cat Williams specials. I can't remember which one it was. But he was literally like, he was foreshadowing everything that's happening. And not only was he foreshadowing it, but he was like, used. So his excuse or his alibi every time that he's the police are confronting him. All these police reports. It's like, yeah, I had to fuck that nigga up at the at the pool shop because he called me a nigga. And then he said the the women pulled a gun on me. And in his comedy routine, he was talking about how 
that's his tactic. Like whenever, <laughs> whenever you know he sees the police coming, he's like, he called me a nigga. Mm-hmm. So he basically put his own like thing on blast about what he and he's actually literally doing it and then he also has this um part in the stand-up where he's talking about you know whenever i see the police coming i just assume the position i mean and he literally does like he's you see him in all these video he just gets on the floor with his hands behind his back it's crazy it's sad well it's sad to me because i mean number one this is one of my all-time favorite comedians ever he Mm -hmm. really is and and i remember about four maybe it's got to be six years ago now five years ago where he it seems like he has these it's distinctly it brings to me it brings up or conjures up uh, memories of like uh, someone who's off their meds because there's these like these series of events that happen all in a short period of time that one time when he went into the motel in his in his pajamas and then he was dry he hit he punched a guy in target and then he jumped on one of those little two-wheelers we we could be here all day (laughs) that all happened in a short spate of time you know what i mean so it almost seems like even even andy dick is going like whoa cat you need to (laughs) charlie sheen is like this brother needs all right. <laughs> we gotta pray for this brother. Yeah. I might get him some tiger's milk. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> wow. But yeah, since, like we said, since then though, he did have a, a moment of clarity, and he's he's gone on uh, Big Tig, and he did issue an apology to Kevin Hart. Uh, I didn't. I didn't bring that clip just because it was it was so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, there was a lot of rambling, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and he still throw threw a little shade at, that at Kevin Hart and some other comedians, even while he was apologizing. And he apologized to Big Tig too because he brought him into it for no reason. That's <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, um, I don't know. Maybe the uh, the the Black Comedian Beef Summit had something to do with it. You guys heard about that? What? Uh, yeah, Jay Jay Farrell uh, was was talking about it. And uh, it was. Um, Is this anything like the player haters ball? <laughs> that? Actually, it, 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 I think it might be a little bit like that. Huh? No, not really. It, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, okay, here we go. Check it out. Pat Williams made headlines for taking verbal shots at rival comedian Kevin Hart. <laughs> However, the dispute was reportedly settled at a secret meeting of black comedians in Hollywood. <laughs> Here to talk more about this is our own Jay Farrow. <laughs> How's it going, Jay? So tell us about this secret meeting. Okay, the Black Comedians meeting? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we hold one every year at Eddie Murphy's house. You know what? <laughs> it is bowling alley. <laughs> and then tell us what happened. Okay, so first, first, Cat got up, right? And Cat was like... <clears throat> Now, first, you got to understand something. <laughs> this right here, this right here, this is war. It can only be one munchkin on top, you ragged ass son of a bitch. Oh, my God. You know, but that's, that's when Kevin got up, and Kev was like, first of all, bow. Then <laughs> came bow. Here's your problem. Tell you what your problem is. First of all, you got a perm. Only black man get away with a perm? Prince. And he's Prince. You're not Prince. Got the same height as Prince. I do too, but I smile. Oh my God. <laughs> so That's funny. That's Dave Chappelle stand. Wait, wait, hold on. Dave wait. Chappelle was there too? I said it was all of us calling. <laughs> so Chappelle's like, hold on, baby. Everybody just calm down, son. Just calm down. We black out. We need to stick together. Trust me, son. Hollywood is expecting us to fail, baby. Let's just calm down. Go to Africa for a few years. Everything cools off. Right, right. Africa? Dave, who want to go to Africa? Africans don't even want to go to Africa. And they live there. 
that's Chris Rock. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. So then Eddie gets up and he's like, wait, 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 <laughs> Chris Tucker was like, you know, man, <laughs> then hurry up and bowl, man, damn. Hurry <laughs> up the game, man, damn, man. And then Hannibal Burris goes, okay, I just don't understand why everybody has to yell in excitement over a bowling match in a living room. This is weird on so many levels. <laughs> and then Bernie Mac got up and said, huh, Next time one of you some of my bitches have a party at Eddie Murphy's house and don't invite the Mac man, I'm gonna bust one of your some of my bitches head to the white me. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, Bernie Mac. Listen, man, you got me. Honestly, Colin, I made it all up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Colin Jones. I'm Michael. I love him. He just earned all his Saturday Night Live money. All of it. Just earned his Saturday Night Live check. That's hilarious. <laughs> Too funny. It's yeah. just like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Colin, I mean, uh, Jay, uh, Farrell. Jay Farrell is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, That's awesome. Man. We were picking them today. The Dana Black Comedian Beef Summit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to come. That and the game. <laughs> I was right on time. So uh, you, you could have just done clips last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, now it's time for a little bit of back in the day. The shiznit. The shiznit. The shiznit. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. So in honor of our esteemed guest, Reggie, and the keeping with the theme of the day. Black sitcoms. What are our what are what are our favorites? And if we had to bring one back, which one would it be? No, no girlfriends. Can't say girlfriends. <gasps> oh, well. <laughs> what, is, what is that's the one? Though? No, no, we're not gonna have six motherfuckers sitting up here talking about how much they want to have girlfriends come back. Hmm. Girlfriends is a given. You got to pick another one besides girlfriends. Hmm. Girlfriends is off the table. <laughs> Jeffersons. <laughs> okay, let's start with you, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the Jeffersons. You miss the Jeffersons, much. okay? Because it was, I mean, I, it just makes me feel now, warm to think. Now, let me tell you, they don't have to be one and the same. Your favorite and, and one that you think would be would make a good comeback don't have. It could be two different ones. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, they don't necessarily have to be. The, it could be the same one, or it could be two different ones. Mm-hmm. George Jeffersons he was so good at his job. Yeah. I mean, he's such a, he's so I love the Jeffersons. I just don't know if the Jeffersons will work now. I don't know if I'm feeling the Jeffersons coming back. Sure, it would. I mean, he's, you know. <laughs> he's like, sure, I, he would. Nigga, get out of my house. Honky. Now, George. We'd have to update some of the language. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, you know, working hard and working your way out of the ghetto and starting your own business and stuff. Well, the message is good, yes. I'm just saying, I don't know yeah. about this show. Yeah, he was kind of mean to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, was, that was the thing I liked about it. You know, right. those, yeah. those, those 70 sitcoms, you mm-hmm. know, that was a... Uh, 
it was an All in the Family spinoff, yep. and, mm-hmm. and yeah. the protagonist was an asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and nobody liked him, but he was lovable somehow. Right. And uh, Sherman Hemsley. Because he I'm, always ended up doing the right thing in spite of himself. That's why. Yes, right. <laughs> Archery. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you never had a character like that who, you know, uh, uh, basically uh, was uh, just as. Because he, well, he, he was. Uh, you know, just as racist as uh, Archie Bunker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. and and uh, he wasn't afraid to uh, to be racist mm-hmm. in front of uh, in front of. Uh, so, what are you, what are your picks then, uh, Weezy? My favorite, uh, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. Yeah. Why is everybody? I'm just you know. I needed to go first on this. I'm getting mad. <laughs> See, I can't win with you guys when I pick y'all I was first. Ready this time, though. The girls are the only ones that complain about going first, right? <laughs> And then I if I don't pick them, then they want to go first, right? The, you know, the guy, well, he, he never can, he don't care, whatever, he'll go. But, okay, anyway. <laughs> so, okay, your 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 favorite is uh, Sanford and Son. Yeah. And, just... and if you had to bring one back, which one would it be? Would it be the same one? Or, she's, uh, oh, for you guys who can't see, Kenda's over here doing uh, machinations of the, the histrionics <laughs> of... Uh, I'm going to join you. Yeah, okay, you guys acting it out is not the same as me explaining to people who never saw the show. Yeah. They're just further confused about that's what's true, going that's on. True. You big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly. <laughs> you fish eyed fool. You old heathen. Fred. Who's that great? Yes. Yes. Man. Everybody. Did you guys know Grady? Grady was the middle name of DeMond Wilson. They named that character after... Yeah, his name was Grady Wilson. Wow! So they named okay. that character after Demond Wilson, who was uh, who was the son in Sanford and Son. Well, I know I would bring back some Quincy Jones theme songs. <laughs> yeah, yes. always that never comes out. <laughs> Funny that you should mention that Charlie Bell because uh, I was just sitting around lamenting the fact that that theme songs are are kind of gone the way of the dodo. For sure. They're, For they're, sure. They're, oh yes. They're, they're, oh yes. No. You know, there's the rare you know um, Big Bang. Theory is mm-hmm. one of the few uh, new shows that has a actual theme song, mm-hmm. and my daughter, whenever she loves that song, whenever mm-hmm. you know she, whenever it's time for Big Bang, she gets hyped and she wants to sing the song, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's the only song she can do that with because it's yeah. the only yeah. show. Because the, the other shows they don't they don't have theme songs anymore. Right. You know, I, I, I feel like that was two or three minutes, part. two or three huge. minutes that they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have cut out. It's is so a be, special. Is like that a way I, to be cheap? Yeah. Just I, like, eh, well, what's happening? Actually, if I can interject on that, because it's funny, two of my friends and I were talking about that, the movie buffs, and they're both in the music industry, and one actually mm-hmm. writes scores and all that. Mm-hmm. And there used to be like several uh, composers who wrote a mm-hmm. lot of, there's one guy yeah. who wrote like a many of those sitcoms, mm-hmm. but now it's all computerized. Exactly. Yeah. Now they, they, they can save money instead of hiring and mm-hmm. paying someone the big dollars, they mm-hmm. can create these songs computerized, and it's right. just not the same connection. No, well, it's not real music. No, Jamie I think the kids Elfman, these days. Miss the, guy, the guy that did the Simpsons one is like a billionaire. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he's yeah. done a lot of huge yeah. scores, Batman, yeah. and a lot of other. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's done a. Pete, I think yeah. Pete was Pete Wee's big adventure yeah. his first. Yeah. But he's a real music. He's an exception. Like he's an actual musician who writes music, mm-hmm. and he, you know, I mean, what's the the songs? Three's Company, Hill Street Blues, all those, all those. Oh, Alan, Alan Thick. Me too. Alan Thick wrote the theme to. Is your mic on, Weezy? Can you hear me? 
Can you hear me? I hear you now. No. Uh, I think Alan Thicke, did he write the theme to... Uh, now the world don't move to, to the beat of just one drum. We might be right for you. <laughs> may not be right for some. My man is born. He's a man of means. Then along come to They are nothing but the streams. Different strokes. Different strokes. Different strokes for the world. Yes, it does. No, we know which theme song. Bring that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was too funny. Sorry, Dino. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> well, facts of life too. Wrote the thing to the facts of life. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 And uh, so Charlie, uh, Charlie Bell. Oh no. Uh, actually, we're still on you, Weezy. Um, uh, which one would you bring back? You um, said your favorite it, was uh, yeah, Sanford. Yeah. Son. If, if I had to, if you I had, had to bring, bring one back, back I, uh, maybe Frank's place. Oh, oh, that was a great oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. That was unique. Okay. Tim Reese sitting at home talking about, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. my nigga. Yes, yes. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. That was a, yes, yeah. okay, that was yeah. an underrated show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Forrest Tom. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. A, yes, for sure. And I think, yeah, and they, they, were, the game. they were going up against Alf. I think that's what killed mm. them. That's unbelievable. America but, is garbage. And yeah. Alf only lasted like three seasons. <laughs> exactly. Oh, two or three yeah. seasons. It was a that gimmick. Was, it was enough yeah. to knock out a... A good show. Knock out yeah. a good show. That's but right. Right. Yeah, that, that, and, and that was one of those shows that, that needed like Seinfeld-like backing because Seinfeld was losing out to uh, Home Improvement. Uh, right. When they first came on the air and they had like... There was one guy at NBC that really loved Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, and that's that, that's the type of thing that keeps a quality show on the air. Yeah. That, you know, a champion. Yeah, you got to have somebody, in that, an executive that, that loves you. And uh, okay, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and let oh, sure. Kinda go next before she has oh, a cow. Oh man! <laughs> well, I mean, I, and I've got like a couple part answer to this, but I really from back in the 70s, mm. that's I could not decide between the Jeffersons and Sanford and Son, and I actually could see a modern day Jefferson with like a Kanye West type lead. If you think of him coming from Chicago in the wow. hood, and then the right. thing, you know what I, mean? yes, I see like it. that kind of he's I I mean, he is he's outraging these white folks. Like he really is. I love it. You know he's outraging. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Right. But in terms of what I think are were real, Tom. How? Exactly. Kanye West Jefferson. And he's the one married to the white woman as right. opposed to right. Tom uh, yeah. Helen, right? Hey, Tom and Helen. Right, yeah. right. So um wow. but in terms of shows that I think were quality that really could come back, it would be things like rock. It would be um it would oh gosh, I can't remember what else I was gonna say. Rock oh and my wife and kids with Damon hmm. Wayne. I thought that was a really well written show but what I love Living Color in Living Color what I absolutely love so that's okay cool Charlie Bell well first of all (laughs) I'm gonna flout your rule because honestly whether Reginald was here or not I was gonna say girlfriend no (laughs) and the reason is Because we seriously need that. Like, yeah. It was yeah. so ahead of its time as far as the representation of black women, the relationship between the male friend who was... I mean, there's so many um, sitcoms, uh, black, black sitcoms too, where it's really about the the man the men and the women dissing each other mm-hmm. and you know kind of playing stereotypes about black women so i mean to me girlfriends was such a great show and empowering and it just 
it needs to come back. So yeah. that's my honest to God answer. But okay, to try to be a little bit more with the rules, I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, Frank's place. Yeah. yeah, because it was so good and so unique and it had music mm-hmm. and it was just good. Yeah. And um, but I mean, but rock, rock. Yeah. The thing about that, that motherfucker, they, could, it his was soliloquy. Too they no, his soliloquy. He would. He was soliloquized your yeah, ass off. right off the sh- right. <laughs> every, you know what else I forgot? Every episode I ended up with a soliloquy. <laughs> <laughs> what a, another one that ended too early was Bernie Mac. And, oh uh, yeah, that was, okay. oh, yeah that, that was a great show. That was a great show. I, I just want to commend uh, Carl, uh, Charlie Bell for correctly using the word flout. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most people would have said flaunt in that situation, but she correctly used the word flaunt. Yes. <laughs> Big ups to Charlie Bell. I wasn't Go English Charlie. major. I got it. <laughs> 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 Dana, what about you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, yeah, I would say um, favorite old timey uh, black sitcom. I'm, I like the family stuff, so I'm, I'll have to go with Good Times. Good Times okay. is my favorite. Yeah, and the one that I would bring back um, would have to be South Central. Mm. Yeah. South Central mm. because... Uh, wow, I forgot you know, about that. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah. Except for Alfa Car. I thought that was the direction you were going to go. <laughs> So yeah, well his other his other one Moesha, Moesha yeah. which is you know it's uh, like South Central Light yeah South Central uh, uh, mm. revamped mm. for the people yeah. who mm. hate it on uh, South Central. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind them bringing that back just for us to get some closure. Like what the fuck happened with Miles? Miles got kidnapped and they just left <laughs> yeah, us hanging. I'm right? <laughs> like has Miles been like you know you know uh, ca- captured this whole time? He you comes know? back as a jihadist. Oh no! <laughs> so sad. You couldn't even really do a reunion of that show. So many of those actors have passed from. It. From which one? Yeah, like three of them. Like from, the two, from who? two of the boys. On oh, Moesha. Moesha. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. Who, who, who died on oh, Moesha? Oh gosh, I'd have to look it up. But two of her love oh. interests, uh, Kwame Ohe, Kwame, Ohaji, Ohaji, and then the other one, yeah. the uh, the dark skinned brother who was her love interest, and then someone yeah. they yeah, they yeah, call it the Moesha curse. Really? There's like three oh, actors on there who passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. But none of those were main people. You just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The one guy, he had like five <laughs> kids or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got shot in his yeah. car. Yep. They That's were. right. Yep. Yeah. After yeah. Uh, Santine, uh, uh, yeah. Merlin Santana. Merlin Santana. Yeah. 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 When he was yeah. on the Steve Harvey like show. Three of them. Oh, Steve Harvey show. And okay, then the little okay. dark brother. I don't remember his yeah. name. All of them are gone. Wow. Mm. Mm. That's, yeah. That was the Ohaji she was referring to. But they weren't main characters. You could still bring the show back. Yeah, you, yeah, they weren't. They weren't they were. <laughs> that one kid was. They didn't, they didn't have lines like every show. Or, yeah. But isn't the point of like a reunion partially to bring back the minor characters and see what yeah, happened to them? That's no, it's not. Right. no, it's not. No, well, 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 it's not. Well, <laughs> Only Miles, Moesha, the mom, and the dad. I think that's part of it. You could do a reboot, which is you know you could bring back different actors to play yeah. the. Uh, and guess what? Voice. People die in real life, so you know they can die on the show too. No, because <laughs> in that case, they can't bring back the Jeffersons. Favorite bringing back just some characters from those shows. I like say Fred Sanford, Ned the Wino. Right. You know what I mean? Like give them their own spinoffs. <laughs> right. I think we should just bring back Lenny Kravitz and let him have his own show. I think so too. Oh, really? All right. His mom is no longer with us. Oscar Helen and what's his name? <laughs> All right, settle down, you people. Okay. <laughs> you heathens, settle down. Okay, now it is time to get into our Ask the Average Guy. Okay, uh, 
Kenda, would you? I think we have two this week. Mm-hmm. Would you please read the first one? Because I don't know if we're going to do two of them this yeah. week. We might just do the one. So do the first one, please. Okay, this one is entitled Still in Love, Not Lust. <laughs> Me and my husband have been married for three and a half years now. We have two beautiful kids together, and lately our sex lives have become sub-negative zero. My Damn. Husband, that's low. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get across. It was like so negative is positive. <laughs> <laughs> my husband seems to think that I'm no longer attracted to him, and I love and adore my husband dearly. He's my best friend, lover, and provider. It's so much more I could say about this man, but there's not enough time. Anyway, the thing is, I don't see anything wrong with us not having sex. This is where you lose. We're still this is where you lose us. Right. And loving with each other. We play, fight, and love one another like newlyweds. Just no sex. He thinks that there's no marriage without sex. And I'm not understanding why does sex have to be 90% of our marriage? There's intimacy, but it's only there with stipulations. I need to know what to say or do. Okay, so before we get into this, I'd say that uh, she she reached out to me and I connected with her. She's a very nice lady, uh, uh, still in lust, not still in love, not lust. And uh, we kind of went into this a little bit further to shed some light on it. And uh, um, it's been a minute now, so I'm a little bit, you know, hazy on it. But I, I think I got the gist of it. But let's let's go ahead and see what you guys. Uh, We'll, we'll save mine for last, uh, since I'm the only married person here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, Kenda, what do you think? Um, I think you need to go to marriage counseling. <laughs> uh, because, I, and, and, and I, I think it's wonderful that you guys still have that loving relationship despite that. However, men and women operate differently, and sometimes... A, w- a woman may have a lower sex drive than her husband. Charlie that is something a man need. Not, and I'm not talking about all women, but mm-hmm. there are sometimes. But men in general have higher sex drives. This is something they need. This is something to me that needs to be negotiated. You know, it is the truth. Testosterone does make you have, and there are women who don't. But it is true. Testosterone makes men. That's why when you have gay male relationships, it's really all about sex, and that's what my gay friends tell me. You know, so I really believe that this is something she's got to address because I don't know that it can last that way even though she's still in love with him well, I know Charlie Bell is mm-hmm. about to jump out of her chair so I'll, I'll let That's her go okay. next no you know what I'm going to leave all the stereotyping aside mm-hmm. I think it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you have gay straight bi tri girl bi you're tripping mm-hmm. sex is quintessential to a romantic relationship for a number of reasons not just to do with the sex drive it has to do with the intimacy, the the reject, the sense of rejection. It, it's it's just it is foundational. When you get up in front of that church and you vow to stay faithful and love, and I mean, there's a reason why it's they're talking about sexual fidelity and they're talking about a you know a sexual relationship that is a foundation of marriage. Otherwise, that's just your homeboy. Okay, so first of all, sex is a defining feature of a marriage or any other romantic relationship and that is true so you definitely need to do some counseling to figure out where you guys diverged on that and sex you i excuse me your statistic of why does sex have to be 90 percent of our marriage (laughs) the reason is why because you're not having it look i'm gonna tell you when sex is working in a relationship it's maybe 15 20 10 somewhere in there it's not 
predominant. But when yeah. it's not working, mm-hmm. it takes over mm-hmm. everything. It mm-hmm. overshadows everything because the people are frustrated. Mm-hmm. They feel rejected. They're hurt. They don't understand. You know, they're wondering. You know, what's wrong with me? How am I going to live for the rest of my Mm -hmm. life without any type of, you know, romantic sexual relationship? Mm -hmm. And I think no matter whether your sex drive is low or high, most people, with the very rare exceptions of people who are literally asexual, most people need to have some sort of sexual expression, especially within the framework of a marriage. So, I think you're being a little unrealistic, and it sounds like there's something that you don't want to deal with. Um, if you're not, either you're not attracted to him or you have maybe, maybe you have a physical ailment or a depression or, so, you know, maybe there's something mm-hmm. else. I feel like there's something else that's, that's, that's creating this rift and you have to deal with it or mm-hmm. else you won't have a marriage. Mm-hmm. This is silly. Reggie, what do you say? Oh, I agree. I was just thinking, you know, maybe there's something, maybe she's depressed or, it would just be it's so it's so hurtful you know if you if you're with someone and you're gonna mm-hmm. be with them forever to have them not mm-hmm. want to be with you anymore I don't right. know right. right it's very hurtful mm-hmm. I mean I, I would probably go I mean I you know mm-hmm. I mean it's like well if you don't want me then mm-hmm. right but sex is not that I have a lot of sex but it's just like uh, but when you're in a relationship <laughs> I mean yeah, it's kind would, of part of the deal that would be hurtful <laughs> um <laughs> I think that groan said it all. Wheezy, what say ye? Well, I I, I don't think there's uh, <clears throat> I don't think she can just you know command herself to have sex. I mean, if she doesn't want to have sex, it's probably a, a physical thing, uh, possibly a physical thing, and uh, she should see a a, a doctor uh, about that. Um, you know, as as you know, uh, you know, hor- hormonal hormonal. Uh, um, Imbalance. And there could be a hormonal imbalances. Uh, things change after having kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, stress. Yeah, there's stress. There's all sorts of things that it could be. And yeah, yeah uh, I, uh, and obviously, you know, uh, uh, men and women have. Uh, yeah, well, in relationships, people have uh, various. Some some are more sexual than others. And uh, if there's something that's changed, then yeah, you need to see a professional about it. There's. You know, there's not a there's not a whole lot we can do mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not journalism. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm 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 uh, I'm I live this. That's what I am. I live this. Um, this is this is a very common mm-hmm. theme for married people. Whether you know, no matter which side of it you fall on, it's it's very common. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I've had this discussion with all my married friends and. Mm-hmm. At one time or another, you know, uh, a lot of times they have it to to, to greater and to lesser extents. For for me, this I feel like is going to be a a theme throughout my marriage until um, until I get to that age where my sex drive slows down more to to match my wife's. Uh, Right now, ours don't match. You know, uh, it's not it's not a 90 percent like like hers because we have come to compromises and we've worked things out so that, you know, it's we're both being satisfied. You know, if if, if in a perfect world, she'd have less sex in the perfect world, I'd have more, mm-hmm. preferably with each other. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to put limitations on it. No, right, right. no, no. On a serious side, though. Um I will say this. Um, I need to know what to say or do. Okay, that's that's your question to us. 
And I discovered through speaking with her more extensively personally that she first of all she needs to figure out why she just doesn't she doesn't she just doesn't want to have sex and she doesn't know why she has to figure that Mm -hmm. out she doesn't know why and she's not motivated to to find out um so as i told her uh, i'll tell tell her again it's not going to go away right it's not going to get better he will it's not going to (laughs) he may (laughs) it's not going to fix itself it it will get worse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this will be a reoccurring theme Mm -hmm. and it could yes the you know worst case scenario could happen you know so you do not want that so you need to find out why first of all figure out why is Mm -hmm. it is it the kids is it because you're too tired and you need more help around the house is it lost your attraction to him has he gained weight do you find him not attractive right now you know right you know, and you know, or yourself, have you gained weight and you're not secure feeling, in right. how you feel? Right. Or you know, um, possibly you could have. It could be some a hormonal issue. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be any number of things. Yeah. But need you need nurturing. you need to address it, and before you address it, you need to have the desire to address it and realize that he's not tripping. You're tripping. Okay, yeah. it, it's not nine. Like Charlie Bell said, I agree 100 percent with that. It's 90 percent because it's broken and it needs to be mm-hmm. fixed. You know, um, it is an important part of marriage. And like I said, I can't reiterate, it's not going to go away. Hey, Dina, you know? um, in, in speaking to her, did is, has her, was her sex life different uh, uh, before the children? Or did they, I mean, did she? Well, I'm assuming I, it was. Oh, so she, did, she, she didn't say that specifically, okay. but I'm assuming it was. I mean, was. you could, all, yeah, I mean, categorically, it almost it, it, would it, have to be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's yeah, always. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, what, what, I guess my question is. Uh, were their sex were there were were they more compatible mm-hmm. uh, sexually uh, beforehand or is it did she always have a little sex drive and now it's nothing? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I don't I don't know that mm-hmm. that far, uh, but it it does it definitely does seem to to be the uh, sex drive because it doesn't seem to be um, much else that's wrong in their relationship. So. You know, but she doesn't. And, speak. and she said she she said that it's not any of those other things about you know mm-hmm. she's still attracted to him mm-hmm. and she's still in love with him and all that. Mm-hmm. So it it sounds like it could be mm-hmm. you know sounds hormonal. So yeah, it possibly. So but whatever the case is, yes, fix it. Look into it. Stat. It is not. Uh, he's not tripping. Uh, you are tripping. Um, it's not all about. Oh, I'm in love with him, not in lust. That's a part of love, sweetheart. You're in a marriage. It's a part of marriage. So get some help. Mm-hmm. Get some help. He deserves that especially. Mm-hmm. Shit, you so, do too. So, okay, our other question actually was mail from Baylor the Great. Sorry, BTG, I know I pushed your uh, question back a couple of weeks and then we had the thing, whatever. But because of time, I'm going to have to push you back uh, yet again, and we will deal with your uh, hypothetical next week, sir. Uh, thank you all, as always, for for writing in. Okay. You've got mail. So shout out to Demisha. She's an old friend and a new listener, and she is loving the show. She is just binge, seriously binge. And she downloaded all the shows to her pad, and she's just like listening to several episodes a day at work. And she's like, 
has this habit of messaging me as if I'm listening to the same thing she's listening to <laughs> because she's listening to me and she's referencing things that she's listening to, which I have no idea because I've done over a hundred shows. Right. And uh, so I'm like, what are you talking about? Hilarious. <laughs> so these, all these, all these non sequiturs, but it, it's, That's it's, hilarious. it's hilarious. And uh, she wrote the other day, um, uh, thanks a lot for doing this show. Uh, it really got me out of my mood and, and I'm loving it. So, um, thank you for that. We really appreciate it. And that's why we do the show. Now, that's why I do the show. Part of the reason, anyway. And uh, let's see. Um, we have some feedback from Chaz about the episode with Shang, actually. And then also Baylor the Great, he, uh, he commented on that episode, too, said it was really good. So if you guys haven't listened to the episode, do yourself a favor and go back and, and check it out. It was... Uh, Really good, really fun. Dino, you are so hard. Your marriage vows begin with "fuck you, motherfuckers," and I promise <laughs> to stab and rob you till I get tired of it, or till I kill your ass. Donald L- Trump has been listening. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. This was the best show ever. The weasel is back and is one hundred percent with the hot shot comedy one-liners giving. Uh, uh, giving repeated money shots like a porn star. (laughs) And Charlie Bell still makes me put on my rose-colored glasses. She brings balance, damn it, and then the lady of... and and is a lady at all times. The special guest, Shane, was a gas from the beginning to end. Uh, I had to put you guys on my speaker monitor and let the laughs uh, and profanity fly. <laughs> when you get this close to retirement, people get to see and hear how hard I am. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for freeing this uh, office slave for about an hour. It was very welcome this Monday for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot, Chaz. It was appreciated as always. Chaz is our Facebook editor supreme. Okay. That does it. That does it for the for the the mail. Right now, it's time for some birthday shoutouts. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride out. Even if we only go to my house, sit more easy as we sit. Dejan Monique or De Young Monique, happy birthday to you. Sorry if I mispronounce your name, Eric Anderson. Birthday shout out to you, my little cousin, Jonathan Jennings. Happy birthday to you, sir, and I'm wishing you lots of birthday sex. You need it at your age. <laughs> Rich Jones, happy birthday, sir. Lots of birthday sex to you. Shawana Davis, friend of the show. Hey, happy birthday. Good friend of Charlie Bell's. Yep. Old, old school friend, G. Thomas Hokama, happy birthday to you, sir. Lots of birthday sex. Marsha L. Sinclair, happy birthday to you and lots of birthday sex. Hey. All right. Birthday sex. So um, <laughs> there's that brings us to another close, the close of another Shiznit show. Thank you guys for riding with us again. Thank you guys for tuning in for another Shiznit show, whether you download us on iTunes, Stitcher, or you listen to us on Perspicuous Media. Thank you. Please uh, go to iTunes, Stitcher, give us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the show. 
Share the show with your friends and family on Stitcher and iTunes, on Facebook, on Twitter. Tell them all about the Shiznit Show, don't you know? Uh, thanks again to our very special guest, Reggie. Yay! <laughs> you are welcome, sir, anytime. Anytime, whenever you uh, like to stop by and promote anything. Or you can just hit me up and I can promote it for you, whatever. You are a friend of the show for life. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so for Reggie Hayes, for Kendra, Kendra, <laughs> <laughs> my name is <laughs> got Kendra McGee, for Charlie Bell, Damon the Weasel Standifer, I'm Dino Reyes, and holler at your boy. From all of our crew hey. to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.